listening to On the Scene. My name is Danielle DeVoe, and it is another huge festival weekend in town for us. We have Festival this weekend, as well as the All That Worldly Jazz Festival. We're going to hear music from musicians who will be performing at both of those events, and we're, of course, going to give you your full event rundown. So keep it tuned here. We've got some great interviews today, including David DeWitt, the founder of Cinched Events, and we're going to chat with musicians Amanda Kind and Katie Topham. So great episode coming up, lots of great music, lots of great events to discuss. This is Danielle DeVoe. You're listening to On the Scene. I am here with Amanda Kind, local musician. Amanda, so thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm excited to chat with you, Danielle. So um, it's been a huge summer for music in uh, the region. Um, having been creating event listings all summer, it has been uh, pretty impressive to see everything that's been going on. What has been going on with you specifically this summer? Well, I think you're right to say that live music is obviously back in a big way. I've noticed it too. Um, it seems like people were really deprived of live entertainment for so long, and now they they want to see it more than ever, which is really exciting. I actually haven't been playing in town much, but uh, I've been going and doing some shows um, out in other parts of Ontario, some songwriter rounds, some some other gigs couple weddings so it's it's nice to get back out there and sing in front of people it's so a it's just so joyful to be singing but also b it's been a really interesting to see the audience reactions people seem to be more engaged and more entertained and getting up and dancing and just i've never seen audiences that were just so excited to be in front of a live band (laughs) and it must be nice to get more than 20 kilometers away from your house as well every once in a while absolutely for sure it is it's so nice to be outdoors and um I've done a couple things outside this summer that have just been so fun and uh it's just exciting to see live music back like this how would you describe your music to someone who maybe hasn't come across it before well, I've, I've been in many styles of music. So currently, I'm, uh, I have a, a country single out, and I would call it like pop country. Uh, it definitely has a, a pop energy to it. But I've done everything from like more subdued indie pop to like jazzier style pop. So I, I'm, I'm comfortable and I am really excited by lots of different styles of music. And when I play live, I, I try to incorporate a, like a bit of variety into my set, which is always fun to sing everything from a little bit of country and a little bit of current pop to maybe some oldies and even sometimes a little jazz here and there. Um, and that keeps it interesting for me. And it, I think it's also fun for the audience. And so you had you said you hadn't been playing in the region much this summer, but you're getting all of your regional play out in one weekend because you're at two festivals this weekend. You're at Bestival and at All That Worldly Jazz Festival. So maybe we can talk about the Bestival first. When are you playing at Bestival? Bestival is Saturday. I'm so excited to be on the Equitable Life main stage at 1230 in the afternoon. So it's going to be really fun. I'm playing with a full band and I have a special guest joining me for half the set. um, Larry Larson, who's the principal trumpet player at the Kitchener Waterloo Symphony. So Larry is going to come up and play a bunch of pop and country with me. So if people are fans of Larry, I think they're going to have a blast watching him 
jam out with us on stage. That's so fun. Have you played festival before? I've never played festival before. No. And, um, I'm really excited to do it. I mean, I know it's such a community event and I have lots of friends coming and it's, as I've said, like I haven't really played in the region much this year. So this is like my first local gig in a long time. So I'm very excited to kind of be playing for my friends and neighbors and like, um, just having a good time. I, I did do, uh, back in June, the neighbor's day event in Kitchener, which was a blast. Um, and, and I think this is just going to be a little bit different because it's got a full band. I, I was uh, interviewing Mike Elliott from Elliott and the Audio Kings last week. And one thing that he talked about was the there aren't that many venues where you can fit a full band anymore in terms of live music spaces in Kitchener-Waterloo. So it is a fun opportunity to get to actually have a full band up there on stage with you. It's a big time carrot, if I'm honest, Danielle, it's like a treat. So I, you know, I really, really love playing with a full band and it allows you to do different material. You know, I would, there's sometimes where you would love to do certain songs, but they just don't sound the same without the full instrumentation behind them. And so like, I'm going to do that don't impress me much by Shania Twain. And I'm going to do rolling in the deep by Adele and walking on sunshine by Katrina and the waves. So those kinds of songs, they just sound so much better with a full band behind. Oh, that sounds so great. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> and then you're of course the very next day off to all that worldly jazz festival. So tell us a bit yeah. about that. That's like a completely different experience. It's more of an intimate experience. I'm going to be playing at 3 p.m. at the Eco Cafe in St. Jacobs. And there's like a variety of music over the course of the weekend for that festival with lots of different types of jazz. So Jason White and I often play together as a duo. And one of our things is like taking songs from other genres and bending them into jazz. And so we're going to be doing like a gospel jazz version of Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we do this like kind of subdued and dark version, kind of jazzy version of House of the Rising Sun. Um, and we're even going to try out for the very first time taking a classical piece, like a foray aria, and turning it into jazz by changing the time signature. So we're just playing around with some cool stuff and we'll see how it goes. We have this, Jason and I kind of have this thing where sometimes our ideas are either awful or awesome <laughs> and we don't know until we do it so we'll be trying out some stuff on Sunday and the audience can decide whether it's awful or awesome that's I mean Ego Cafe is a great place to do that it's such a great community space and mm -hmm, um, yeah such a it feels so good every time every time I'm in there and it's one of those places that I'm glad it they made it through the pandemic Oh, for sure there's so many places I feel that about like I was at Maxwell's Music House a couple of weeks ago and watching like a full crowd with a band in there. I just thought, you know, I'm so grateful that that place made it through the pandemic. There's so many amazing live entertainment venues that did not make it through the pandemic over the, you know, across Canada. And so we really have to cherish and support the ones that have somehow managed to make it through. And we're fortunate that artists have spent their pandemic time recording music. You uh, have a new single out, Love Used to Live Here. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, I did so much songwriting and recording over the pandemic. It was actually the real light for me during that pretty difficult time. And this song uh, is written with uh, two local songwriters with me. So that's Carrie DeMayer, who's just an incredible writer, and Matt Cable, who's also the producer on the song. And what I love about the song is that it's kind of this sad song about the demise of a relationship and the kind of, uh, you know, 
the emptiness of a home that used to be filled with the love of a couple or and all but the the vibe of the song is actually kind of quite up and the reason that we did that is because you know even though you sometimes love and lose it's still pretty joyful to to have loved it all and so really that song is about celebrating that love used to live here even though it doesn't anymore it's just wonderful that it happened to some degree and so when i listen to the song i'm always just like excited by the idea of the way that the production kind of is juxtaposed with the lyrics and it's currently um spinning on radio stations country radio across canada and i'm getting such good feedback about that about how the the song is you know a little bit sad but also a little bit nostalgic and joyful and i just love that people are connecting with it this is your new single love used to live here thank you so much for joining us today thank you on the floor and put together the bed photographs hung on the wall told the story of it all at the start we didn't know Bye.
And here are your entertainment listings for this weekend in comedy at the Crazy Canuck from Rusty Nail Comedy. On Friday night, 8 and 9.30 p.m., we have Kyle Hickey, Nigel Grindstead, and Ryan Dillon. And on Saturday, we have Mo Ismail, Crystal Ferrier, and Michael Moses at 7 and 9 p.m. In festivals and markets this weekend, we of course have the Bestival in Belmont Village that gets underway Friday night and continues all day Saturday. On Saturday and Sunday, we have All That Worldly Jazz Festival in St. Jacob's. And on Saturday, we have the Royal Medieval Fair in Waterloo Park, which includes storytelling, music, dancing, food, and more. In film this weekend at the Apollo, you can see Donnie Darko, Easy A, Nope, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Marie Antoinette High Tea Cinema. And that's a special screening of Marie Antoinette where you get tea and scones with your ticket. Showtimes are available at apollocinema.ca. At the Princess Original, you can see Casablanca, Emily the Criminal, Return of the Jedi, Twilight, New Moon, and at the Princess Twin, you can see Dr. No, See How They Run, The Duke, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Where the Crawdads Sing. And you can find showtimes at princesscinemas.com. In music on Friday night, we have DJ Bain spinning at Babylon Sisters. At the Duke of Wellington, you can see Cassidy Van Haven. At Jane Bond, you can see DJ 88. At the Jazz Room, you can see the Doug Wicken Quintet. At KWLT, you can see David Lum and Sing Me a River. At Lana's Lounge, you can see Dana Kay and Howie. At Rich Uncle Tavern, you can see the McQueens at 6 p.m. and Lucas Stagg at 8.30 p.m. At The Hub, you have the Up Dance Party, a 2000s night. So that'll be a fun uh, throwback night for the university students who are back in town. At TWPB, you've got Jones and the Jack Pines as part of their summer music series. On Saturday at Churchill Arms, you've got Rock Tonic. At Descendants, there's Boa Cola. At the Duke of Wellington, Johnny B is playing in the afternoon. And in the evening, Acoustic Rooster at Jane Bond. At 10 p.m., there's a special Music for the Masses presentation of Boogie Nights, Sounds of the 70s, featuring an ABBA spotlight with DJ Good Doctor. At the Jazz Room, we've got the Jefferson Grant Quintet. At Shortfinger Brewing this weekend, Pink Lemonade Records presents Yeah, No, For Sure and On the Cinder with Potholds and Suplex City. At the Hub, there's yet another up dance party with 2000s night. So if you can't make it Friday night, you can head out Saturday night. And on Sunday at the White Rabbit Hop House, there is, of course, the hip hop throwbacks with DJ Flash and DJ Diggler. And finally, on the stage, Friday night as part of Bestival at Arabella Park, there is the Pride Night from Cinched Events and on Saturday at Sugar Run, Sassy Ray and Top Shelf Burlesque. And those are your events listings for this weekend.
Listening to On the Scene, my name is Danielle DeVoe, and I am here with Katie Topham. Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. Ah, uh, thank you for having me. So, Katie, I have been doing event listings all summer, and I've seen your name kicking around. What have you been up to this summer? I have been gigging pretty much nonstop since the beginning of May, um, which I bet. It, it, I'm, I'm grateful, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired, but I'm grateful. Um, it's been a really good summer. I've, I've been averaging, like, I, I play, like, two, th- between two and four times a week since the beginning of May, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I've played a lot of bar gigs in, like, the KW area. I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I have in our, our city specifically. Um, I also, I got a chance to play Blues Fest this year, which was absolutely fantastic. I played with my friend Robert Reed. Um, and, um, basically I spent the majority of the summer amping up for my release of Red Flags Green, which came out on August 26th. Yeah. That's awesome. And you just got back from Calgary. What were you doing out there? Well, I did. Um, so I am still jet lagged, um, (laughs) mostly because I have a toddler. So catching up on sleep is a little bit difficult these days. Um, it's just maternal jet lag. It's the yeah, jet lag exactly. that will follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Once you get jet lag when you have a toddler, you don't get rid of it until you, they're a little bit older and you're allowed to sleep in again. Um, <laughs> I actually, I was there for the CCMAs. So uh, the Canadian Country Music Awards were in Calgary this year. Um, I actually went with my friend, Jessie T. Um, we're we're also an artist who you know. Um, and we had an absolute blast. I met a lot of really great people, saw a lot of people who I don't get to see on the regular who are already my friends. Um, and I actually got to perform this year. So I was, I performed at the Prairie Emporium in Calgary, um, thanks to my lovely friend, Nicole Ray, who is an artist and she set up, um, the all woman music Blue Jay sessions this year. So I got to perform alongside some fabulous artists and, uh, the trip all in all was just wonderful. 
That's great. Congratulations. Sounds like so much fun. I do believe uh, somewhere on Instagram, I saw Jesse T drinking a margarita in uh, uh, an airport as a, as a gag. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you filmed it. Maybe you were the one behind I the camera. I did. I did. I, all of the margaritas videos from this past week have been filmed by yours truly. Um, yeah, actually, Jesse's uh, newest single, Margarita, or I Can Be Your Margarita, sorry, just came out last night at midnight. So uh, yeah, so she, we, we've been doing promo videos for that all week. <laughs> it's always fun to travel with a friend. Yes, 100%. We've been travel buddies since we uh, started going to the CCMAs in 2011. So that's great. Well, I'm glad I glad I'm glad you have made it back to the region. I'm glad that you will be continuing your summer tradition of more uh, mad, crazy gigging around town. So, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, coming up this weekend, you are at festival. What time are you on and what are you what do you what can people expect to see from you? Um, so at festival this year, I'm just doing soul. I'm doing a solo act. So it'll just be me and my guitar this year. Um, I'm really excited about it. It'll be my first year doing festival. Uh, Tim Moore asked me to be a part of it. Thank you so much, Tim. Um, so I'll be playing from 1.30 to 2.30 at festival. But I know there are other people playing that day. And there's a lot of like cool booths with uh, uh, different artisans from the local area and stuff like that. I know a good friend of mine, Claire Allgaier, who's an artist, will be there with a booth. And uh, yeah, many, many people. So it's going to be a really good day. I'm excited. It's such a fun little festival. And then I believe is. Tim is also playing at all that worldly jazz festival later in the weekend. So he's oh. just, he's, he's planning a massive festival and then he has to himself go to a festival. I was going to say, so Tim's perform. going to do that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, fun fact, um, tomorrow night. So the night before festival is actually my EP release party. So my CD, um, as I actually, I have a big box of them right behind me. Um, so I have, I have lots of CDs and they're going to be released as of tomorrow at my EP release party at Rural Roots in Elmira. So I still have tickets. So if anybody wants to come to that, you can see me with a full band that night. Um, and my other friends, uh, Jamie Shea and Bernadette Connors will be playing that night. And uh, you might just see Jesse T there. I don't know. Oh yeah, it'll be a whole a whole KW country scene going on. Heck yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> That's so fun. And I, you know, it's, it is always nice to play with a full, a full band. I think, especially if you're spending the summer gigging on the bar scene, you know, a lot of those shows end up being by yourself or maybe with just a duo. So, you know, how, how is, how is being with the full band different? How, how do you feel when you're on stage? It's been so much fun. Like, so, so this will be my EP release party tomorrow will be our first um, night with a full performance together. So we've been, we've been rehearsing for, for quite some time now. So we've, uh, so we've got it down. Um, and actually the band that I'm performing with is uh, Homer Watson Boulevard, who is a local band from our area. They're fantastic. And um, we became friends when Mitch, uh, the bass player, uh, he does a lot of sound gigs in the area as well. So he was doing sound for me at Bobby O'Brien's and we became friends and uh, they actually shot, uh, they have a company called Canadian Daydream and they shot my video for Red Flag Screen as well. So we're all very intertwined now, which is lovely. And I'm realizing playing with a band, it's just it just feels better. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It's just, it's more exciting. You get to, you get to play off of the other people in the band. You have other people to be excited with while you're on stage. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to show everybody what we can do on Friday night. 
Well, and I'm just, I keep doing these interviews and I keep talking to musicians who have released albums that, you know, they use the pandemic to good, to good effect and, and yeah. got an album recorded and ready to release. So I'm so glad that you were able to spend the time um, getting this album together. And so what were some of the highlights from the album for you? So the album's kind of an interesting one for me because the a lot of the songs that we that are on the album like everything that's on the album are all my seven singles that have already been released so there's nothing on it that hasn't been released already um <clears throat> the cool part about the album is that half of it were songs that i wrote in like 2012 2014 um just songs that we felt were good tunes and deserve to be put out there so we re-recorded them and released those and then uh both the hurt and the heart and red flags green were written over the pandemic so it's kind of fun because you can see the changes um that i've made uh whether it be my voice whether it be my sound um whether it be my writing so that's kind of exciting um the other cool thing that i really enjoy about the album is so i, I decided to call it the hurt and the heart uh which is the song that i wrote about my husband and the reason that I called it that was because I realized after putting it together, every single one of the songs on the album is about a relationship of some kind. Um, and the and and the one I ended up in is the one that taught me the most. And so I so I, the hurt and the heart just made a lot of sense to me. Um, so it's also a bit of a journey through kind of into my heart, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so yeah I'm really excited to share it with everybody and uh, it's really cool that I just have a a physical copy of all of the songs uh about uh, all of the loves I've ever had and I get to just dis disperse that amongst people now <laughs> it's your biography it is in song it is, it is my love biography yes <laughs> that's a good way to describe it yeah I'm really excited too because my next album um, I've been writing a lot over the pandemic too so there's going to be a lot of songs on the next album that I'll be releasing as singles over the next little while um, and I'm realizing that my writing is now focusing a lot more on myself now that I'm in my 30s and I've figured out who I am and I've become a parent um, so the songs they are they will be a change in a little bit um, so I'm excited to share that with everybody too. That's fun the song that we're going to hear is Red Flags Green can you tell me about that Ooh. one a little bit? So Red Flags Green, I wrote with my friend Carrie DeMayer, um, which I'm sure people have heard me say a lot. Um, she's absolutely fabulous. This is actually her 50th single release. Um, so I, I mean, like, ooh, go Carrie, right? Um, she came to me in a writing session, and there's actually a podcast that we both listen to, uh, Glennon Doyle's podcast, Untamed. And um, I think the podcast is called Untamed. Anyway. So Glennon was talking, I believe it was to her sister about how, about red flags and how sometimes we don't just ignore red flags. We actually go so far as to paint them green and give ourselves the go ahead, like kind of like, oh yeah, for sure. Like that's, you know, you're just totally ignoring all of the red flags, right? So I thought that was a really cool concept and we decided to write a song about it. So we both kind of used experiences that we've had in prior relationships to come up with this song. So I... It's, it's a fun tune because not only does it tell a, a really important story about, about growth, but it also is a little bit quirky and funny. And I mean, if you can't laugh, you're crying. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic country sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Katie, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Oh, thanks for having me. I always love chatting with you. And thank you so much for all that you do for local artists. We really appreciate it. 
That is my conversation with Katie Topham, who is performing at the festival this weekend and on Friday night has her EP release party. So check her out online if you want to see that. And we are going to listen to Red Flag Screen. You said you'd pay me back when your check came in. I'd get the cash she'd owed me since our first date. When your MX got declined. Told me right from the start that you would not compromise your art by working for the man in some lonely nine to five. For years I cleaned the house, paid all the bills, and walked the dog instead of seeing your true colors on. Painting those red flags So many times, so many ways You turned me into a damn cliche That girl who will believe you When you said she's just a friend You could roll in two days late Hung over lipstick on your face flowers and the sweet talk it was easy to pretend Ooh, she'll listen to my mom yeah she saw your true colors all along but I was painting those red flags green oh looking back now it's hard to believe but I was painting those red flags Painting those red flags Thank you. 
times are tough And girl, you've had enough Your job's a real hassle You're no longer the queen of the castle Why don't you go on and find another life You say your life's a joke And you're doing too much coal Your love is surely fading And I'm tired of always waiting Why don't you go on and find another life Danielle DeVoe, and I am here with David DeWitt from Cinched Events. David, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very happy to be here. One of the things we've noticed when we have been working on our events listings is how many great uh, drag performances there are, how many burlesque shows there are going on. We have like a whole stage section of our event listings. Um, none of which is traditional theater. It is all kind of cabaret or, uh, you know, kind of other uh, kind of variety performances. So tell me a bit more about Cinched Events. How did that get started? So I started um, producing drag shows just over a year ago, a year in August, um, because I live with two roommates who both are part of Cinched Events uh, as they both do drag. And so they, they're great at doing drag, organizational skills, not so much, reaching out to venue skills, not so much. Um, and so I figured, you know what, I'll take that on, I'll do that, I'll try and figure something out, we'll go from there. So I, we, I, we had just moved to 
Kitchener um, and we live right by uh, Together We're Bitter Brewing. So I walked over and I talked to TWB and I asked them, you know, would you be interested in this? And they were like, sure, why don't we give it a go? So we put together the first show and it sold out within 24 hours. And we were like, okay. And it was, it was a crowd of about 60 people. And so we were like, okay, this, this, this can work. And from there it really took off. So finally I decided, you know what? I, I want to put a name to this. I'll, I gotta do something with it. So I formed Cinched Events this year in July and we've been doing well since before we formed and after so it's been going very 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 well every artist on the planet wishes they had a roommate like you someone who's like you're bad at organizing things i can do that and then poof now you have the super successful event series yes i well i have ocd i'm medicated for it but i was like you know what I, I can do this. It's because in high school, I did event planning anyway. So I'm like, you know what, I have a little bit of forte, a little bit of skills here. So let me figure this out. And since then, it's built, built my organizational skills and built um, my producing skills even more. So it's, it's benefited everybody in the area in which that they have played a role in. And this is something that we've seen. I mean, if someone had said, you know, oh, you're, you're starting uh, an event uh, uh, company in the pandemic, they'd have said, that's ridiculous. I mean, what are you thinking? But I mean, the people are so interested in getting back out in the world and really experiencing events. And, and, you know, as you see, said, audiences are there, you know, within 24 hours, you sold out, which is so impressive. Congratulations. But also, it's, you know, that, um, it's, it really is true that the community has been craving more events like these. Exactly. And it worked out really well because TWB there, it was at TWB, we do patio shows, um, cause they're indoors is a little smaller. Um, so it worked out really well because we were like, okay, yes, COVID, but we're also outdoors. We can separate people more easily. And so it was a bit of a rocky start at first because we're like, okay, can we do this? Can we not? What are the rules? How many people can we have? What kind of, what kind of rules do we have to enforce? Do the Queens have to wear a mask? Do what? So it, it was a bit of a rocky start to begin with when it came to behind the scenes. Cause yeah, there was, there was a huge draw and a huge pull for it. Um, but when it came to like, making sure that we weren't getting, you know, breaking any bylaws or anything like that. It was a bit of a rocky start in terms of like making sure and enforcing that, especially with the Ontario government going back and forth and back and forth with we're open, we're closed, we're kind of open, we're kind of closed, we're going to keep this and drop that and then we're going to bring this back and do this. And I'm like, um, stop and slow down and let me process what you want and what you don't want just pick a thing and stick with it exactly it's like I that I get this notice 24 hours on my phone really 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 <laughs> we were fine we were just doing this for like two whole weeks and now we change it okay. we can't get the queen's masks that match their evening gowns that quickly exactly just like sorry but my amazon one day shipping doesn't help me <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad that it has been a success. And I'm also very excited to see that you are going to be at Bestival this year. Can you talk about how that uh, came about? Yeah, so I had contacted Arabella Park Beer Bar uh, to do a drag show there because I I was actually searching for something um, for this upcoming October for more venues for it. So I had contacted them and reached out and was like, hey, do you want to have a drag show? Are you open to having a drag show? Are you open to this? Like you have a very nice patio. I'm a sucker for a patio. I'm a sucker for a brewery. Um, and they were like, sure. So we started, we were starting to plan something very, like we were in the very, very early stages of planning something. And um, the manager there or the, the person in charge, the manager, um, Ben was like, hey, just so you know, festival is happening on this day. Um, so we can't do anything that day. If you want, I know that they want to do a, do a pride night. Do you want me to contact them? And maybe we can arrange something all together mutually. And I'm like, sure, why not? And then I get an email from Bestival going, yeah, we would love to have you. Um, we'll pay for all the costs. We want to make this free. How can we make this? As and I'm like, uh, okay, we're going to do this. So it really just started from me visiting to get another venue that we can perform at. Um, so I, I was searching for more venues because this upcoming October, we're doing a brewery tour all across KW and Guelph. Um, and so I wanted them to be one of the stops on this little mini tour. And so they were like, you know, we can combine this with festival. It's a huge pull. And as somebody who like moved here to Kitchener, I had no idea what festival, what the Belmont Village Festival, what it is. I'm like, the only thing that I know that happens here is Oktoberfest and Pride. And that's it. And come to learn that there's like a jazz festival. There's the Busker Festival. There's this festival. There's that. I'm like, you guys party way too hard. Um, so, so when I got the email to, you know, work with festival and figure this all out, I was like, cool, this is, this is a really interesting opportunity. And then come to find out only just week and a half, two weeks ago that this is their first pride night type of show. And I'm like, oh, so that's a little bit of pressure. We're going to do our best. <laughs> Well, you've had such a great track record and everyone's been very happy with your shows. And, you know, it is, you know, TWB is a great supportive community venue, but the people who have come out to your shows are coming out because they love what you're doing. So I, I, I'm not nervous for you. And it is really nice to see the festival kind of uh, reaching out beyond the Saturday. I think it has uh, traditionally been just a Saturday um, festival. So beyond festival. Um, so if people want to see you at festival, I should say, you know, what time is the show? Um, do people have to reserve tickets? Um, no, the admission for it is free. Festival wanted to make sure that it was accessible and um, everybody was able to go without having to worry about purchasing another ticket. Um, so festival is paying us to be able to do this. We're doing it on the Friday on September 16th. 16th. Um, from 7 to 10 p.m. and we'll be out on the patio um, for that for the show and it's it's a free admission so anybody who wants to come out and see a drag show walking by sit down enjoy a drink have some food I tried some of their food there oh my goodness I cannot wait part 
I want to say like 30% of my anticipation for this show is simply because I have an excuse to go there and have some more food. <laughs> more chip truck fries. Exactly. Exactly. So, and if so, for listeners who haven't been to Arabella Park, it has about two dozen taps. So if you are a discerning beer drinker they have every single kind uh, and they're all local um, or uh, craft beers so it is a very exciting experience and their food is excellent as as David says um, but the show is also going to be fantastic uh, after uh, festival what's what's next up for cinched events so we will be working with, because uh, we started working with before the summer, um, Elora Distilling Company to put on a monthly drag show in Elora. Um, over the summer, we stopped doing that because Elora um, is very touristy. And so a lot of people don't buy their tickets in advance or don't know what's exactly happening at every single venue um, in Elora. So ticket sales kind of slowed down there, but we're going to be picking that back up uh, come this September. So we're going to be doing that. Um, that's run by Allure Distilling Company. Um, I bring in the queens, they worry about the tickets and everything because um, it's run by two amazing, fabulous uh, it's men. They're actually a gay couple um, and their alcohol there is so freaking good. I honestly love their gins. Their strawberry cream tastes like strawberry milk and you could you can drink it straight and I'm like, this is dangerous. I am 22 years old. This is dangerous. Um, but since events ourselves producing shows, um, we have our brewery tour coming up in October. We've got October 1st, we're at TWB to kick off uh, Queens of Craftoberfest. Um, and then we're at uh, Brothers Brewing in Guelph on the 7th. On the 15th, we're at Abe Urban Kitchener. On the 21st, we're at Wellington Brewery. And on the 29th, we're at Royal City Brewing. And I'm really hoping to get another brewery in there. I just talked to Forefathers in Cambridge today. Really, really hoping that I can squeeze them in. Um, but yeah, so we have all of those shows coming up. And it, it's really nice because the Queens of Craft Fest show at TWB is a tradition. Um, this past August was one year at TWB and it was so coincidental because it was exactly to the day um, that we were at TWB, the same day, the same numbered day, um, the same month. And then Queens of Craft Oberfest is once again, the same day, the same number of day. Um, so it's really becoming a tradition and we've Honestly, the crowd and all of the venues um, that we've worked with have been so grateful and so easy to work with. And I do my best to take everything that a venue would worry about off of their plate um, when it comes to having a form of entertainment different from their usual, um, usual business running. I usually try to take the pressure and everything off of their plate, make it easier for them. Um, but the crowds have been absolutely fantastic and amazing the venues have been great um i'm thinking i might bring an extra little flair for queens of craft Oberfest. so if anybody wants to find out what the flair is you're gonna have to come to the show and um, we've got a few extra special tricks up our sleeves to celebrate craft Oberfest and Oktoberfest. so but that's what we're doing in october we've taking a bit of a break after the festival to kind of build momentum for this brewery tour. And then we're going out with a bang in October. 
That sounds awesome. And I love the idea that, you know, smallish uh, town Ontario is just waiting for tourism season to be over so they can get back to their drag shows, which is what they'd actually like to be doing. So you know, have to wait for all the tourists to leave Alora and then get back to doing, going to drag shows instead of all whatever this touristy crap that we usually have on might be. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, we have a bunch of like tourists coming in, but we want to stick to our regular scheduled programming. So it's, it's really great to be back and especially like at places like Alora Distilling and all of these breweries, my biggest focus or one of my big focuses when it comes to doing these shows is supporting local. This isn't some big restaurant chain that can dump a bunch of money into things. And especially during October and Oktoberfest, a lot of people will drink domestic beer. And where does that money go? It goes to companies and corporations. Whereas with breweries, your local craft breweries, that money goes back to the local business owners. That money goes back into some form of community engagement that the breweries put on. So it's, it's really been a focus of mine to not only highlight drag and the drag performers and queens and artists that are coming, but to also focus on the venue and what the venue is doing to help the community and what the venue is doing to be a business. Yeah, well, congratulations on all of your success and uh, the upcoming brewery tour sounds fantastic. And I hope to check you out, if not at festival, hopefully at TWB, because uh, that is a fun destination to watch performances. Thanks so much for coming on On the Scene tonight, David. Thank you so much, Danielle. It's been a very big pleasure. And here are your entertainment listings for this weekend in comedy at the Crazy Canuck from Rusty Nail Comedy. On Friday night, 8 and 9.30 p.m., we have Kyle Hickey, Nigel Grindstead, and Ryan Dillon. And on Saturday, we have Mo Ismail, Crystal Ferrier, and Michael Moses at 7 and 9 p.m. In festivals and markets this weekend, we of course have the Bestival in Belmont Village that gets underway Friday night and continues all day Saturday. On Saturday and Sunday, we have All That Worldly Jazz Festival in St. Jacob's. And on Saturday, we have the Royal Medieval Fair in Waterloo Park, which includes storytelling, music, dancing, food, and more. In film this weekend at the Apollo, you can see Donnie Darko, Easy A, Nope, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Mary Antoinette High Tea Cinema. And that's a special screening of Mary Antoinette where you get tea and scones with your ticket. Showtimes are available at apollocinema.ca. At the Princess Original, you can see Casablanca, Emily the Criminal, Return of the Jedi, Twilight, New Moon, and at the Princess Twin, you can see Dr. No, See How They Run, The Duke, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Where the Crawdads Sing. And you can find showtimes at princesscinemas.com. In music on Friday night, we have DJ Bain spinning at Babylon Sisters. At the Duke of Wellington, you can see Cassidy Van Haven. At Jane Bond, you can see DJ 88. At the Jazz Room, you can see the Doug Wicken Quintet. At KWLT, you can see David Lum and Sing Me a River. At Lana's Lounge, you can see Dana Kay and Howie. At Rich Uncle Tavern, you can see the McQueens at 6 p.m. and Lucas Stagg at 8.30 p.m. At The Hub, you have the Up Dance party, a 2000s night. So that'll be a fun 
uh, throwback night for the university students who are back in town. At TWPB, you've got Jones and the Jack Pines as part of their summer music series. On Saturday at Churchill Arms, you've got Rock Tonic. At Descendants, there's Boa Cola. At the Duke of Wellington, Johnny B is playing in the afternoon. And in the evening, Acoustic Rooster at Jane Bond. At 10 p.m., there's a special Music for the Masses presentation of Boogie Nights, Sounds of the 70s, featuring an ABBA spotlight with DJ Good Doctor. At the Jazz Room, we've got the Jefferson Grant Quintet. At Shortfinger Brewing this weekend, Pink Lemonade Records presents Yeah, No, For Sure and On the Cinder with Potholds and Suplex City. At the Hub, there's yet another up dance party with 2000s night. So if you can't make it Friday night, you can head out Saturday night. And on Sunday at the White Rabbit Hop House, there is, of course, the hip hop throwbacks with DJ Flash and DJ Diggler. And finally, on the stage, Friday night as part of Festival at Arabella Park, there is the Pride Night from Cinched Events, and on Saturday at Sugar Run, Sassy Ray and Top Shelf Burlesque. And those are your events listings for this weekend. that's it from us at On The Scene. Thanks so much for listening. My guests tonight were Amanda Kind, Katie Topham, and David DeWitt from Cinched Events. You've been listening to local music from Dan Walsh. White Knuckle is our theme song tonight. You also heard Amanda Kind's new single, Love Used to Live Here, and Katie Topham's new single, Red Flags Green. Both of them will be performing at Bestival this weekend, and Amanda will also be at the All That Worldly Jazz Festival. You also heard Jeannie and the Sailor from Onion Honey and Another Life from Water Street Blues Band. They will also be at Bestival this weekend. And of course, you had all of our great event listings. So, so much to do this weekend. Thanks so much to our sponsors, the Uptown Waterloo BIA and the Downtown Kitchener BIA for making this possible. And our entire production team, myself, Danielle DeVoe, Allison Dijak, Derek Rydell, and Matt Rappelt. Come back next week for more live events and great interviews with some of the local people who are making awesome culture happen in the region.
bright-tailed and bushy-eyed lifeboat High hopes inside of a lifeline Running blind through the thick mind Convinced that there's gotta be something better than this Yeah, I'll keep my eye on it But right now, it's good Like someone's tightening the blindfold, yup Same old bushy guys and tails Bright eyes open, dry focus Exhausted like the tailpipe Driving pedal to the floor Mind convinced that there's gotta be something more than this Yeah, I'll keep my eye on it But right now, it's good to be better than I've got